Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Be careful not to slur or mock God by saying, Oh, I'm so poor and weak and unworthy. I'll never amount to anything. He didn't make you that kind of new creature. He made you a worthy new creature. He made you a new creature who could stand in His presence as though you had never committed a sin. He made you a righteous new creature. Start telling who you actually are instead of who you think you are. Welcome to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching in him on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. My favorite in Christ scripture is 2 Corinthians 5:17. Therefore if any man be in Christ. Now you see this verse has that expression in it in Christ. You will find as you study we will not have time to look at all of them. I'm just going to give you a sample scripture and get you headed in the right direction and let you go. But now you will find a number of such scriptures in the New Testament that has that expression in it in Christ in fact you'll find old oh, 27 or uh, 30 of them or so and uh, then you'll find the text in him and in the beloved and in the lord and in whom and by Christ and by him by himself and by his blood and by whom and from whom and of Christ and through Christ and through him and with Christ and with him, and by me, and in me, in my love, in his name. And uh, look all of these scriptures up. And uh, began to confess immediately that that's who I am and what I have, that this is mine. Now, for instance, let's go back here to Second Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Now here is the confession that we are to make and that you need to make daily. I am a new creature in Christ Jesus. I am a new creation being with the life of God, the nature of God, and the ability of God within me. You see, friends, a Christian is not made over, that is, he's not renovated like a mattress. He is a new creature. He is not just made over. He's a new creation, something which never existed before. One translation reads, he's a new species. The Christian at new birth does not have a new physical body, though he will one day. It's the man on the inside who's a new creature or a new creation. The old man who used to be in there is gone. You see, the inward man is the real you. Now you look at Second Corinthians 4.16. And the inward man, the real man, is a new creation. He takes on the very life and nature of God. Now hold fast to your confession that you are a new creature. Then the new man on the inside will be manifested on the outside through the flesh. Learn to let this new man on the inside dominate the outward man. God is looking at that new man in Christ when he looks at us. And we look much better in Christ than we do out of him. 
We can't see each other in Christ. We look at each other from the natural standpoint. But God looks at us in Him. Then here's another verse that's very similar. And it has that expression, in Christ, in it. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. For we are His workmanship, created in Christ Jesus. Now here's the confession that I'm making, that you should make, that every Christian should make. I am His workmanship. He made me a new creation. We didn't make ourselves new creatures. He did it. We are His workmanship. And you had better be careful about how you talk about His workmanship. Be careful to say the same thing about His workmanship that He says about it in His Word. Be careful not to slur or mock God by saying, Oh, I'm so poor and weak and unworthy. I'll never amount anything. He didn't make you that kind of new creature. He made you a worthy new creature. He made you a new creature who could stand in his presence as though you had never committed a sin. He made you a righteous new creature. Start telling who you actually are instead of who you think you are. Then 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21 reads, For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Now, we should make this confession. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. My standing with God is secure. My prayers avail much. You remember James 5.16 said, The fervent effects of prayer of a righteous man availeth much? Well, he made us righteous. It said here that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. We fearlessly declare that God has made us righteous. We didn't do it. God did it. Righteousness means right standing with God. Jesus, who is righteous, became our righteousness. Therefore, we can stand in the presence of God as though we had never done wrong. We can stand in God's presence without a sense of condemnation or spiritual inferiority complex. Then again, here's another verse. Romans chapter 8, verse 1. And this is one of those in Christ, in Christ Jesus. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. This should be our confession. Because I am in Christ Jesus, right now, present tense, there is no sense of condemnation about me. Again, 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30. But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. Now here's the confession that we should make. Christ Jesus, my Lord, is my wisdom. He is my righteousness. He is my sanctification. He is my redemption. Then Romans 
chapter 5, verse 17. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Here is the confession that we should make. I have received abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. I reign as a king in my domain in this life through Jesus Christ. You see, the Amplified Translation reads here, reign as kings in life through the one Jesus Christ. Where are we going to reign as kings? It says right here, in life, in this life. How? By Jesus Christ. Paul used this illustration because they had kings in the day in which he lived. In those days, the king reigned over his particular domain. His word was the final authority. Whatever he said went. He reigned. And the word says that we shall reign. That means rule, dominate, reign in life by Christ Jesus in whom we have our redemption. Here's an in whom scripture. For instance, Colossians chapter 1, verse 13 and 14. Colossians chapter 1, verse 13, 14. Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son. Now notice verse 14. In whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Now turn to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7. And uh, Paul said just about the same thing to the Ephesians as he did to Colossians. Notice Ephesians 1, 7. In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Now notice the expression here, in whom we have redemption. How thankful we can be that we're not trying to get it. We already have it. We are now delivered from the authority of darkness, from the power of Satan. By virtue of the new birth, we have been delivered out of the kingdom of darkness and translated into the kingdom of his dear Son. You notice it said, Who hath? Now, the Amplified Translation, that's Colossians 1.13, begins, Who hath? The Amplified Translation says, The Father hath delivered us. The Father hath taken us out from under the dominion and control of darkness. Now that means out from under the dominion and control of Satan. And has translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son, in whom we have redemption. Redeemed from what? Redeemed from the hand of the devil. Redeemed from the kingdom of darkness. We can overcome the devil no matter where we meet him or what the test. Satan's dominion ended and Jesus' dominion began in our lives the moment we accepted Jesus as Lord and were born again. Galatians 3.13 tells us that Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. We are redeemed from the curse of the law. What is the curse of the law? Go back to the first five books of the Bible and see, especially the last half of the 28th chapter of Deuteronomy. In Christ, we are redeemed from the curse of the law. 
which is threefold poverty, sickness, and the second death. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. Oh, wow. Well, first of all, my CD on success. Oh, that's a good one. Yes. She goes through the Word of God and reading scriptures on success. They got some songs in there. It's a really upbeat, upbeat deal. In fact, it's a good, it's a good thing to re- to listen to in driving to work in the morning. That's time. right. And you know, I don't know about you, but the enemy is was always just bombarding my mind with, "You'll never be able to make it today. All that you have to do, it's not going to happen." And you know, I took the scripture Philippians four thirteen. I can do all things through Christ who strengtheneth me. Yeah. And you know, it has many, many scriptures like that. Now, we can't talk about it too long. We got know, a whole bunch of stuff. To Okay, here's Faith Food, Daily Devotions for Winter. Okay. So that's good. Uh, Your CD, A Place Called There. Oh, that's a good one. It's very good. And uh, your dad's book on following God's plan for oh, yeah. your life. We were life. talking about that God's plan really for good. your life, and that, that dad yes. wrote that book about that. Well, honey, we haven't told them what this bundle cost. Well, it's eighteen ninety-five, which is fifty percent off, because the retail value is thirty-six dollars and ninety cents. So that is fifty percent off. Oh yeah, that's a good bargain. That is a good Plus bargain. Plus the bag. Plus right. the bag. Amen. All right. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagen's life-changing series, In Him. That's next time on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.